Welcome to Gadgets for Families, the tech podcast for the family IT person and the person that looks forward to events like CES, WWDC, Google I.O., Nintendo Directs, Xbox Keynotes, Amazon product announcements, Samsung product announcements. What else? What am I missing, Greg? D23, Disney's big, whatever D23, they do. D23, I forgot about I mean, that. If you yep. don't think Disney's a tech company, you're kind of missing the point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So D23, any product announcement, any trailer for blockbuster movies, any game trailers. There's been some big ones that it's come out over the, the last few days. And anyone else looking to get more out of their lives through tech. I'm your host, Jay Benjamin. And I'm your host, Greg Cunningham. Thank you for joining us for episode 27 that should be releasing on December 6th. So excited to be here, Jason. And, uh, um, you know, talking about Disney, I just got thinking if you're a Disney Plus subscriber and you want to know why Disney's a tech company, they've got uh, a couple of, um, they're not really documentaries, but a couple of series that are about their um, their ride and their attraction design group. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. The puppeteers and the tech and all of that kind of stuff. It was really, really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely a tech company, even though, you know, they, they're known for the media and stuff they make, but they'll be able to show how they excel in technology and stuff when they start developing things for their Vision Pro coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Gave us a little glimpse of that, so... That's going to be fun. Something to look forward to. Well, it's December, and we're almost to the finish line of 2023, right? Over the past few weeks, Greg and I have been, we kind of shifted our focus on less about tech training and instructionals and things like that, and just having plain old conversations about tech. And I have to admit, it's been a lot of fun for me, right? The, the, these, uh, I mean, we really just get to talk about the stuff that we love, right? Instead of trying to train people on it and, and pouring in tons and tons of information and details and stuff, we kind of just step back and say, hey, let's just have some fun doing, doing this show. And um, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think, Greg? I've been, I've been enjoying it. What do you think? I think it's a lot of fun. It feels less like work and, and more right. like just doing something that we enjoy doing. And, and that's fine. I mean... I will say to those of you that are listening, if you want specific tech training, all you got to do is send in the feedback. Yeah. Tell us, hey, could yeah. you talk about this particular topic? And trust me, we are all over that. I think we've got some good plans for the rest of the year. But even if we needed to get one more thing in because you've got that one gadget that's going under the tree because yep. somebody in your family wanted it, but you need to know more about how to make sure it gets used right, safe, set up correctly or whatever... All you have to do yep. is send in the feedback. Let us know. We're here for you. We're here for you. So we'll we'll get back to that too. Um, and in, in January, I think I think uh, probably a I mix, right? That too. Probably a right, mix of right. stuff, right? Maybe you know we've got an episode that talks about that, and then always there's going to be news. I mean, it was super super slow yep. from a news cycle standpoint the last couple of weeks, so that's that's kind of boring. But there's going to yep. be plenty of news, plenty of that kind of stuff. So tell us what you want to hear. Let's mix it all up. Let's let's have a variety. Yeah, yeah, that 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 sounds fun. A tech show about everything should be our, our tagline too. So, so in keeping with that theme of our easygoing tech conversations, this week I wanted to do a roundup of our favorite tech for 2023. Right, you've upgraded your phone, your your um, your laptop. You've bought a a few other gadgets and stuff that I think uh, would 
we would benefit talking about. Same with me. I upgraded my phone earlier this year, my iPad. Um, so we've, we've purchased a lot of tech, as we do every year. So I figured we'll just run down our list of what our favorite tech was of the year. Sounds good? Yeah, I think it's great. I'm ready. Okay. Stick around for the post show, too. Um, we're going to talk about things that we didn't get this year. Uh, either it was vaporware. You heard us mention that before. That's technology that was hyped up earlier in the year, said it was coming soon. They just gave a general, you know, fall of 2023 or something like that. And it just never materialized. Also, too, um, um, release dates get pushed back for products and stuff like that. So we're just going to talk about things that we wanted, that we were excited for, that we didn't get uh, in 2023. And um um yeah yeah we'll we'll have some fun talking about that in a post show so stick around for that so before we jump in let me just say uh don't forget to do all the you know the whole like subscribe share thing you know we really appreciate to all the guys that that's been doing that um this week i wanted to ask you to join the conversation you know like greg just mentioned you know send in those those questions if you have a specific topic you want us to talk about and things like that just send those in and, um, um, you know, we'll, we'll be happy to talk about it or, or even answer your question directly. But join the conversation this week and let us know what your favorite tech was. Right. Jump in those comments on YouTube or on the blog or or Instagram. And now we're on threads. So we'll be releasing some of the uh, the tech clips and stuff that we that we make. And uh, yeah, jump in those comment sections. Let us know what your favorite tech was this year or what you missed out on this year or things that you just you weren't sure about and you didn't want to pull the trigger on just uh let us know join join the conversation i I think that's great if you don't want to fill out the feedback form you don't want to go to the website but you're watching Mm -hmm. our stuff on youtube or you know threads or instagram those are the ones that we seem to get the most views and stuff on just drop in the comments and say hey you talked about this today would you consider talking about this i mean trust me we read all of that stuff so Right, yeah, just right. let us know. Any way you can get a hold of us. And for those of you that have more direct access to us, don't be shy, but don't be surprised if we tell you you're crazy. Right. <laughs> and we do that. So, yep. If, if Santa's bringing you a gift this year, or you think there's still time for you to be good if you've been bad all year. So if you think you're going to get something that you may need some help or have some questions about, yeah, just, just reach out to us. Or just We're get in there and... And hack the naughty and nice list. I was watching last night. My kids were watching Huey, Dewey, and Louie break into the North Pole and try and get their names onto the nice <laughs> list and off the naughty list. So, so it's the new the new version of Ducktales, right? Is that uh, what, it, what it I is can't or? remember which. I think this was, was a Christmas special, ones. but yeah, it makes me think: has has Santa converted his naughty nice list from paper to iPad yet? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, no, I'm sure he's using Apple's. 256 AES encryption, so no one's hacking that that yep. list. <laughs> All right, so Greg, we talked about before in past episodes, and I remember sharing that one of my favorite pieces of tech of all time was my very first that HP Pocket PC that I had. Right, it was running like Windows CE, I believe, and. Uh, it gave you all hour battery life, right? We have these devices now that have all day battery life and we can get through an entire day. I had all hour battery life. If I started that thing up at three o'clock, I would sell it into four o'clock with at least 3% left. So that was my favorite tech. I don't remember if you shared which some of your favorite tech of all time, or if you had, I, I forgot. But 
why don't you share with us some of your your something that made you fall in love with with consumer electronics? Yeah, I got thinking about this, and I mean, I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff, but I'll tell you the theme here in just a second. But I got thinking about mm-hmm. the Mac Color Classic, right, which was my first Mac, right. and that was oh, the first right. Computer you did I mention that one. Yeah, yep. and then the video iPod was just phenomenal, right? And as yep. a parent, the video iPod, because this was before they put VCRs in cars, right? The video mm-hmm. iPod was fantastic. I had a Sony Walkman that I took with me on my mission. And on my mission, right, we were limited in what kind of music and stuff we could listen to. And so I had a tape of, right. back then it was called the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, but now it's the Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square, right? And I had... Mm-hmm. All of their stuff and some other stuff. So all of those things were great. Um, working from an iPad, right? Just being able right. to work only from an iPad, which is why I want to get back to it. But what I figured out is what got me hooked into consumer tech was anytime, anywhere communication. Right. And so if I go down that, uh, kind of going backwards, right? That forest green iPhone that I had, that was... Mm-hmm. Pretty darn awesome, right? Being able to do everything on the iPad. Um, I had a Windows phone at one point, and I love that thing, even though it was Windows. And so, you know, I keep thinking about that, but it got back to one of the first things we did because I was working as a a leader in a call center, and you're on call, you know, 24-7, and um, we got two-way pagers. We had one-way pagers, and then we got the two-way pagers, And they had a very, very thin screen that flipped up and it was just green. It was like a DOS window kind of thing. And it had the Mm -hmm. itty bitty keys that click, 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 click. I don't turn the click on on my keyboard on my phone now, but it had those. (laughs) And I just remember how awesome it was to have that two-way pager and to be able to send messages back and forth. And so I think that's really what got me started in because I've then I got into cell phones and smartphones like a Trio. All that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So I, I think my my favorite tech of all time is probably this concept of being able to communicate anytime, anywhere. Right, right. And now we're, we're, you know, in the world with an entire generation that only knows the ability to be able to speak to their friends at two in the morning or, or you know, or their friends in Paris, you know, France or something like that, anytime they get ready to. and yeah, it's a, it's an amazing time, amazing time that we live in. So, yeah, uh, sorry, little sidebar here, but I was teaching a class Sunday to some adults and uh, at church, mm-hmm. and we got talking about communication, and we got talking about having to have if you only had one phone in the house, having to take turns, and that you hope that the cord, yes, for those youngins out there, there were cords right. on phones, right. that it reached far <laughs> enough to go under your door, into your yep. bedroom, so you could close the door, and then somebody else brought up. Ah, but if you had more than one phone, then brother or dad could actually right? pick up and listen in <laughs> on the conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so and it used you were to going, not be like this, kids. Yeah, yeah. If you were going, if you were heavy in the conversation, you wouldn't hear them pick it up, right? Or they were, uh, the person you were speaking to were heavy into the conversation. So 10 minutes in, your brother is like, man, that's dumb or something like that. And you're like, wait, how long have you been listening to this call? <laughs> yeah, 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 those chords were, were, we were, we were all tethered at some point. So physically. And now we do everything we can to avoid calling someone. 
Right, right. The avoid communicating, uh, the constant communication. So yeah, yeah, that was a good, 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 uh, good way to remember that old tech too. Is is um um you know sharing these stories and things like that. So I I like it. So let's talk about some current stuff, right? And we mentioned folks that you know they get excited for trailers and stuff like that. So we have a couple of things listed here, and one we talked about. Uh, you asked me, did I see the trailer for it last week? And that was the Wonka trailer. What yeah, I'm I'm excited about this. I mean, it's a totally different kind of show, right? But what I found, yeah. what dawned on me is that the two that I listed here, which are Wonka and Dune 2, it's the same actor. And they right. couldn't be right. different roles, right? I mean, right. it is just a completely different uh role but i think kind of what's capturing the imagination right now is hugh uh hugh grant right as the oompa loompa and wonka so we don't go see a lot of movies in the theater uh wonka will be one of them Uh, in fact we may go try and see it the day it comes out and then dune 2 definitely and dune's been delayed um and i understand that but uh i'm Really, really excited about Dune, and my family gets excited about Dune, and Dustin gets excited because of the score. Yes, because he loves the music, which is amazing, and it is really yeah. good. And when they released Dune One, there were actually multiple versions of the score, which was kind of cool. But um, okay, but yeah, those two, I'm, I'm super excited, and yes, I know they're on completely opposite ends of the, of the spectrum here. But yeah, right, right. So different characters, so much so that I didn't realize until you mentioned it that that was the same actor from Dune. I, yeah. I saw him and I'm like, he looks familiar. And yeah, it never occurred to me that that was the same actor from Dune. So I, I see it. Um, I didn't watch the remake. No, I did. I watched the remake once. Never watched it again. The one with Johnny Depp and stuff. So I'm glad that they're. First off, they didn't let this this property, this IP just go away. Right. Yeah. And they're continuing, they're adding to the story or adding to the universe by the prequel versus yeah. changing the story up that we, that we have and we grew up with. You know, I, I kind of gotten to the point now where I know people like kind of, you know, there was a period where people hated those Star Wars prequels, right? But there were generations of, of people that grew up and this, this was their introduction to Star Wars. So now the prequels are seen in a different light than they were back yeah. you know around the time when they were released people actually love them now because those kids that grew up watching them they're the adults making the purchase decisions yeah and and going to the movies and stuff now so and that's a that's a different conversation but i'm all for prequels now don't change what we've already had don't add on to those stories don't twist those stories or retconning is what they call it uh, a ret- retconning and um you know add to the universe but keep that intact you know what I mean? So I'm all for yeah. prequels. I don't. I know a lot of people don't like them. The other thing I like is when they give you the other perspective. So I've uh, one of my favorite fantasy authors. He's got a universe that he's built, and it's like 16 books at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And they're usually in like two to three book chunks. But what I found is I've been expanding into some of the ones I haven't read yet. Is that like you've got this country? fighting against another country and you think the other country is the bad guy. Well, then mm-hmm. he goes back after that set of books and he explains how that country got to be the way it is and, you right. know, gives right. their perspective. And all of a sudden you're looking at it and going, okay, that's not quite 
exactly yeah. the way it was. And if you look at what Disney's done with some of their villains, like Maleficent, and yep. they did it with Cruella DeVille. Um, yes, yeah. And give them they, some character, some They give you this other perspective character. and you go, I mean, the, the live action Cruella DeVille movie is completely different from 101 Dalmatians, the cartoon, right? But I yeah. like giving that other perspective. And frankly, people throw a fit. It doesn't gel. It doesn't matter. You know, I don't really care. I'm here to be entertained. So that's the other thing that yeah. I like is that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. So another thing I have is the the Fallout uh, movie uh, TV show trailer was released the other day. And here I am again wearing, my, wearing another Fallout shirt. But uh, it looks kind of meh. <laughs> but I'm still excited for it. It, it it really uh, uh and we can talk about this in a post show if if you want or, or another time but th- there's some things about it that I'm not I'm a little uh, I'm a little concerned about right it's still hard to tell about a trailer right they twist things and they clip things together to make it seem like it's it's something it's not but again that's, I'm still pretty excited for it check it out that's the problem that I had with Wheel of Time Right. I mean, my yeah. all time favorite series and I got excited and I got excited and it started yeah. off really good. And I knew they were going to have to condense it because you're not going to do 16 seasons in order to cover a yeah. season, a book. Right. And that's fine. But then they just go off on these and it's just like. Uh, yeah, no, like they're no. just using a name. They're, yeah. they're using a name. They're making it to something else. So, yep, we'll see. I'm excited for it. And uh, GTA six which is a, a crazy popular video game that that trailer was released yesterday. Um, broke the internet a bit. People are still doing reaction videos and stuff for it. Um, it looks like it's taking place in Florida this time and not some California or, or um, um, you know, a different country, a different location or something like that, uh, New York. So uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. It is highly anticipated. Um, it, it I checked it out. It looks pretty amazing. So that's another one. So let's talk about our tiny tips this week, Greg. I usually don't write the, you know, don't include the tip in the outline like a week or so in advance, unless it's something that, you know, is going with the theme of the show or whatever. But I didn't really have one. But then I remember last night having to go over to my sister-in-law's house and help her set up a smart plug for her Christmas tree. Right. Um, and I did some other things, too. And I, I'll talk about that later. But um, I wanted to recommend this plug. This is this is so this was my tip this week. It's the uh, Meros smart plug. Right. Simple little plug. It has uh, HomeKit compatibility compatibility with, along with Alexa and Google Home. So no matter what ecosystem you're in, this smart plug will work. Um, I, I I complain about a lot of these different devices and stuff like that, but this one, it works. It, when you press on, it comes on. When you press off, it goes off. That's the main thing. That's ninety percent of what you want the smart plug to do. Then we can we can talk about some of the other features that it should be doing, but um, this is a good one. So we have our affiliate link in the show notes. So uh, click on that link, guys, if you want to make this purchase right now. There's a ten dollar off coupon for the four pack. So that makes it a really, really awesome price. You Twenty nine bucks it, it, on sale yeah, plus yeah. ten dollars off. On sale plus ten dollars off for this four pack. And uh, I mentioned in the uh, the shopping guide uh, episode, um, 
if you know someone, you want to give them, this would make a great stocking stuffer, right? Because if they don't need four of them, they can just use one. Like my sister-in-law, she only needed one. Um, I have a ton of them laying in my little tech closet in the living room anyway. So I just grabbed one out when set it up, connected it to a Christmas tree, connected it to her Alexa device. And now she can walk in the house and say, A word, turn on the, uh, turn on the uh, Christmas tree. So uh, really cool. Click on the link. Check it out. Really cool gift idea. Stocking stuffer or gift idea. Excellent. So we have some follow up from last week. Greg, you want to talk about some action button behaviors that. You don't want to do Mina Koopa first. Well, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk about that. So last week I had some issues with my uh, with my microphone. And I didn't realize until after we recorded that my mic, even speaking into the mic, my mic wasn't recording at all. It was recording directly on the uh, on the, on my iPad, which isn't a bad microphone, right? You guys could hear me, but on the podcast, definitely on the uh, um, on on the uh, on the main show that we did, the audio is not good at all. So. Corrected the issue. Um, uh, <laughs> all I had to do was plug in my microphone. So that make that your basic tech troubleshooting tip. Make sure that it's plugged in first and uh, everything is all good. So I should sound better this week. And uh, I apologize for the, uh, the quality of the show last week. I just have to give you crap because, I, I mean, we tried to clean it up as best we could. And I think right. we ended up using the Zoom audio because it was... A little better the the ipad audio you could tell that you were far away from it i mean it's just not designed right. it's not a directional microphone like they've put in some of the new no. macbooks and stuff like that so i just have to give you crap about it yeah yeah no no it's cool but sorry about that folks so i dropped a short uh well it's not a short it was a little over two minutes long i couldn't get it down to a short especially where i included a couple of stoopy watch face animations at the end right got to include those mm -hmm. anytime i record the watch because it's still my favorite watch face and um we may end up talking about that this year but or in, later in the show but um i was in working on my watch and i've had issues with that third-party workout app right you know sometimes it mm -hmm. doesn't it's got this audio uh announcement thing that'll say paused or resumed or whatever the case may be and sometimes that doesn't work quite right. And then it locks up the app and eventually it crashes and stuff like that. And so I thought, you know what, I'm done. I don't need it right now. It's really good on trails that I don't know the path and stuff like that, but I'm not going anywhere that I don't know for a while. So I decided I'd switch my action button on my watch back to the workout app itself, okay. the built-in workout yeah, app. The built -in so I go in there and I had forgotten that when you choose an app like that, then it's got a secondary option, right? For what you want it to do. And so I go in and I, I, I just choose workout and I press the button and it was doing something weird. And I go back in and look and realize that it, you just choose generic workout. And I don't think it was always like this, but you just choose generic workout. And then below that, there was another option and I could choose between the Apple workout app and mm -hmm. my workout doors app. Okay. Yeah. So, so it was, I never noticed that. I don't know I if have it's a secondary app. Yeah. I, I now, remember, I think I said a few weeks ago that Workout Doors finally updated and actually supports the widgets on the watch, yes. right? So that may have been part of what we were waiting for there. But so anyway, so now you can go in and do that. So before when I was 
launching Work Outdoors, I was using a shortcut to launch an app. Mm-hmm. And it takes five or so seconds. You can actually see me. I time it in the video. So it takes five or so seconds to launch a shortcut and to get to the app. Well, when you do this new built-in function, it's less than a second. Okay, right? cool. Yeah, so that's the tip, uh, or that's the little bit of follow-up there. There's a video on it, like I said, in the on the YouTube channel. Um, it's a little over two minutes long, but it shows you all the different setups and then the timings and, and then at the end, Snoopy watch face. So. All right. Yeah. And then the other one I have is um, check-in. So um, Thanksgiving, we uh, traveled separately because I went down early. So we both used mm-hmm. check-in. I used it on the way there. She used it on the way there. We both used it on the way back. And then my sister was traveling in a storm on Sunday. And she said, I'm just letting you know we're leaving to go. And I said, use check-in. So it actually works super, super easy. Um, okay. Does what it's supposed to do. Um, I know Karen, because she had all three grandkids when she stopped to, you know, change diapers and get food yeah. and all that kind of get stuff. I did and, get a, yeah. yeah, I did get a message saying she may not arrive on time. So what I'm hoping that they nice. do with this is that they'll allow you to maybe track, see a little bit more, right? Like on that one, I would have liked to have had a message that said, hey, she stopped and this is her approximate location. Because if I had seen that, I would have known exactly what she was doing. Right. right. I would have known, ah, uh, yeah, that's where she's doing the pit stop. Yeah. Pretty easy. So I'm hoping that they continue to enhance this, work great. But definitely for those text me when you get theirs, just start a check-in and be done with yeah. it. Yeah. So I forgot to use that. Well, you want to hear something crazy. So this is a side, this is a sidebar. So that was a feature that I was way excited for, right? We're going to use this. We're going to use that. Uh, coming this coming holidays because we all we leave the the location where we're celebrating and we say Texas when we when you get home and all of my my family did that this past and it, I for, totally forgot to use the check in right but I don't know if you remember there was another feature that was announced and I said this this is going to be a forgotten about feature no one's really going to use that and it was the karaoke feature on the Apple TV and I was like ah eh, me and my daughter we'll play around with it. And uh, it probably won't be a big deal. And I remember you saying the same, like, oh, I'll play around with it and it's not going to be a big deal. So number one feature I was excited for, the check-in, we didn't use. We used that karaoke thing on the Apple TV all evening. I sang maybe 20 songs and loved it. I loved it so much <laughs> that we actually considered getting the karaoke machine here to use with our Apple TV to sing those songs and stuff. Me and my daughter sang a song. Me and my son sang a song together. I couldn't get my wife to come and sing with me, but my, my nieces, we did a, a, a group one. Me and my brother, we did an old hip-hop song from when we, were, <laughs> when we were in high school. And I'm like, how ironic is that? The feature that I loved the most, I forgot about. And the feature that I said was going to be a forgotten feature, along with the thumbs up and stuff like that, I actually used it. So, yeah, yeah. That's a little side thing. We can we can we can cut that out later. <laughs> no, I think I it's good. That was a funny story. That was pretty funny. So try it out. I recommend it. It was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. So let's jump into the main topic for today, Greg. So this week we're going to be discussing our favorite tech of the year. And Greg, I thought we'll take turns on this and and just go down the list. So I'll start off. 
and give you an example of what I meant by big and small, right? Because when we consider tech, people usually think about the phones and the TVs and the computers and things like that. So my first one is uh, actually a new piece of tech that I picked up on Black Friday for it was like 50% off really good deal. So I jumped on it. And, um, you know, I talked about my little home, my little house here that I bought when I was when I was pretty young. Wouldn't expect in a, a big family, definitely wouldn't expect in grandchildren. But um, I talked about how we use wall mounts, wall, wall mounts. I always have a trouble saying that wall mounts to save space, right? To sh save shelf space instead of having a big TV stand uh, taking up three to five feet into the room. We like to wall mount the, the televisions and stuff. So. This week, I got a echo ceiling, uh, uh, echo dot ceiling mount and it. Right up in the corner of, of the uh, of the ceiling takes up no space. The wires, of course, are running through the attic and, and plugging into the same location where I have my um, my security cameras uh, uh, powered and uh, no wires, zero shelf space, uh, zero counter space. And and it's pretty awesome. So check out our short this week. I did a short about it. And uh, uh, also, too, we'll include a link to where I purchased it. Maybe it's still on sale. So that was my first pick. Cool. Uh, so my thing this year, my theme going through these is going to be tech that everybody goes, well, that wasn't new this year. Um, yeah. Because this was my year to do a bunch of upgrading. But my number one, I think, is MagSafe. Yes. Mag all the safes. Right. Yeah. I just want <laughs> right. everything to be a magnet. I look at my iPad mini and I look at these MagSafe stands that I have and I go, why can't I just let my iPad mini? snap onto right. these stands and so right. go in there so it's changed a ton of stuff and um so yeah i'm all in on magsafe i have it in the car i have it in my office i have it on my nightstand mm -hmm. and i have it in my trailer and it's just mag magsafe all the way yeah yeah so i agree with you on that and and I knew I knew you were going to like it, so I'm glad you got one where it actually holds the uh, the phone in place instead of it sitting on like a dock, like the Mac one you sent me. Really cool, kind of bulky, you know, but really cool idea. I think it was overpriced, but um, uh, it was an old uh, Macintosh computer, but it was a yeah. uh, iPhone stand. Really, yeah. really cool. I like I like that. So the second one on my list um, is my. Legend of Zelda themed Switch back here, along with Tears of the Kingdom that, that was released. So despite me wearing and, and owning probably 30, I want to say it's literally maybe like 27 Fallout shirts. I have like a run of shirts and then I have like duplicates of that, then long sleeve versions of some of these shirts. I love Fallout, but my number one favorite game for, gaming franchise is The Legend of Zelda, right? And... This year, Tears of the Kingdom came out and it had a special edition controller and switch and all of these different accessories. So, um, yeah, that's still that's still one of my favorite pieces of tech this year and uh, still my, my favorite game gaming series of all time. So and yeah, it, it, it's awesome. If you hadn't played it, hopefully uh, you've been good enough and Santa will bring you one this year, but you should play it. It is it is really a great game. Even though I'm playing Fallout again, you know. The, the 15 or 20 minutes I have in the evening, I jump on and do my daily operations and stuff like that. It's, it's on Fallout, but yeah, I don't know. I love them both. 
Uh, my number two is the Snoopy watch face. It just yep. is. And I sent you a couple of screenshots on Thanksgiving. They had specific ones. I've started to pin this down when I've got the water lock on. At mm-hmm. least once while the water lock's on, Snoopy will be in a snorkel or have a snorkel and fins and is diving down. <laughs> and I also noticed that when I have it in theater mode, because that's what I do for church, because I put it in mm-hmm. theater mode, that it'll pop yeah. up at least one, him sitting in the theater with the popcorn and the seats and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And so I'm I excited. I realized to... that it changed that much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do for Christmas as a holiday too. So it's changed how I use my watch. Right. I mean, I used to have as many complications on the watch face as I could get. And now I just, I don't, I swipe up to see the weather and that's, so it's changed. It's simplified my usage of the watch. My watch is still my favorite. So, but it's simplified my usage of the watch. Right. And and I think that was the point, right? Because I I found myself, I told you, I I fell back into using that modular one because it gives you even more information at a glance, right? I want to see when the rain is coming and the temperature and things like that. But um, yeah, whenever I would switch back to either the photo, um, a watch face or the Snoopy one, yeah, it changes the way you use the watch. So I agree with you. It it is a good watch face. And it's entertaining to see all of these new, uh, all of these new watch faces pop up. So my next one is, Greg, you know I'm frugal, right? Yeah. And I say frugal. I don't want to say cheap. I don't want to say deliberate. the C word. You deliberately yeah. <laughs> decide how to spend your money. So I had been spending all of this time buying these cheap Amazon, you know, import keyboards uh, just, to, just to save some money. Even the one I have for my setup right now that I'm using right now for the show, it's the bottom half of a Surface Pro, right? That keyboard. It works fine. I like the build quality on it. It doesn't feel like the cheap Amazon ones, right? It's it's half of a Microsoft product, right? I don't have the the Surface, but I just have the keyboard, and it works fine for you know uh, for my setup here. Light, really sturdy uh, keyboard. But after you and I had a conversation earlier this year, and you were telling me about the Magic uh, uh, Trackpad that you were using, or or what do they call it? The yeah, the the trackpad. Yeah, and and. Uh, you you mentioned that you had the magic keyboard and stuff before for your iPads and you were just telling me like it was really good. You didn't have any issues with it. So went ahead and bite bit the very expensive bullet and got the actual Apple uh magic keyboard for my iPad Pro. With with the trackpad? With the trackpad. That's like a what is that, a two hundred? Yes. Uh. It, it's yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me, but I wanted to have it one because we were we were really picking up on the show. I needed to be more mobile, right? To to be able to uh, you know add my notes and things like that. And uh, I'm I, I don't regret that purchase. It, the build quality on it, the way the keys are, it's just no comparison. Even to the Microsoft Surface keyboard, it is no comparison. That is the best keyboard for the iPad that you can buy. Now there's there's people with other um you know use cases or you know their preference to how the keys feel and stuff like that because i see a lot of complaints about the keys or whatever but as far as me um it's way better than a 15 dollar yeah. <laughs> amazon import I'll, I'll tell you that much so it is a really good keyboard uh my surface keyboard is wider so if you're like me and you we have big hands or whatever 
uh, it's easier to type on. That one's more compact, but it still feels better. It's, it's better quality. And the trackpad works differently. It's more, more sensitive, more um, able, you know, you're able to control it better. So that's my pick. Um, uh, this year was um, my uh, Magic Keyboard for my iPad Pro. Now, rumor has it Apple's going to launch a new Magic Keyboard next year. And right, it with a bigger trackpad. And it potentially may be more laptop-like, which is what I would like. Okay. I mean, I love that keyboard, but my MacBook is sitting in front of me with no keyboard in front of it. I like the keyboard right. on the MacBook, and I always have liked laptop keyboards. So what I would like for the 12.9-inch iPad is the keyboard to be able to sit on my lap stable, right? right. And those super, super thin ones that they have, they're designed for portability and all of that kind of stuff with the cantilever and all those kinds of things. Okay, fine. But I, that's what the old, remember the bridge, right? B-R-Y-D-G-E. And yes. apparently they're no longer bankrupt. So, um, but I, okay. I, the rumor is Apple may be coming out with a style of keyboard like that, which okay. I, I got to say, and you know, I was listening to Connected, I think the other day and Federico was saying, why don't they just make it a USB hub? And put HDMI and a couple of A ports and wow. some stuff like that. Wouldn't that be? And yes. I just got thinking. He said he gave a number. He said I'd be willing to pay like four hundred bucks for oh, something like that. <laughs> well, but if I think about it's two hundred and fifty for the keyboard to start with. If it's going to be laptop style, if it's basically the bottom half of my MacBook with the iPad yeah. on top, right. I probably would pay that because then I don't have to have this dock. I don't have to worry about any extra stuff that I want to plug into it. That would make mm -hmm. it easier to record from the iPad because in theory, hopefully they would support multiple inputs right. at the same right. time. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, if they come out with something like that. I'll be curious to see. But yeah, I mean, fault them with the exception of what did they call the fine woven cases this year and five mm -hmm. fine woven watch bands and stuff like that. Apple's build quality is just going to be better than anything yes. else out there. Now, it may not be worth it to you for the price, but it's going to be higher quality. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and the functionality is going to work perfectly with yeah. with with whatever device you're pairing it with. So, I'll be off I I I would be for something like that if if the price tag is not too hefty, but like you said, with that build quality and the features that they that they jam into that thing, if it's going to be, and the, the bridge one was more like a hinge laptop kind of yeah. thing, right? It made your, your iPad into basically a MacBook. And that's what, that was the appeal that, that people loved about it. So good to see that company pull through. Maybe they'll jump on the next iterations of these products yeah. and start releasing more, more uh, keyboards. All right. My number three, iPhone 15 Pro Max camera. Right. Because right. you've seen some of these pictures, and I took a picture the other day, and I posted it on my personal Instagram. I think I might have posted it on the channel, but you really need to follow us on Instagram because you'll see some of this stuff. But I took a picture. There was this massive moon out, and mm -hmm. um, it was big enough and bright enough that the camera had a little bit of problem with it. But I live right next to the freeway, and it just so happened that I timed the shot just right, and it's night mode, which takes three seconds to expose yeah. this, right? So this was not me doing it, not me doing anything other than using the out-of-box settings and functionality of that camera. And yeah. Jason goes, how did you get it to do that? I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but it was really cool. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was some kind of setting that you that 
I, you know, that I missed or, or something like that. Really cool. That was another one you sent. I was like, wow, it looks like the sky is on fire. Yeah. Like it picked up every detail of every cloud. And yeah, so I'm adding that to my list. I don't have an iPhone 15 Pro Max, but that camera is one of my favorite things. <laughs> well, and then you saw, so I mean, it's got, it's got the 5X and um, I don't know, if, did I post the tarantula picture on our thing? I don't think I did, but um Anyway, the I took a picture of the tarantula when I was out on that yep. ride, right? And I took it on 5X, but you can see the hairs yeah. on that spider. Yeah. And it's a live photo, so if you tap and hold on it, that thing is still crawling, which is really creepy. But, man, you can see every detail on that, even at 5X, which isn't going to be the greatest resolution-wise. Right. Right. So, And now they've said that on the 15, there's a setting where you can enable spatial video that'll be playable in 3D on the Vision Pro. Right. Oh, so that, that, got, that got enabled finally. I think it's in the 0.2 beta. Okay. So that's, that's coming soon. Yeah, that, that's... I'm, I'm, I am lo I'm looking forward to that too because it's going to... Should trans, translate over to other devices. You know, yeah. Once people get their hands on it and, and, and work around with it a little bit, we, we may be able to see that well before we get the Vision Pro. So fingers crossed on that. My next thing is my HomeKit garage door opener, right? And I've had several that I liked, and, and they all had their issues, right? But the, the main issue was I had to use the manufacturer's app, right? And they were seriously bad apps, right? The, the, they create the garage door opener, right? These are garage door manufacturing companies, right? Or tool companies. And um, app development is an afterthought. And you can tell in some of those apps. So I always hated that. That was the number one problem. The next problem was just the connectivity was always, they were always losing connectivity, right? The number one thing you want out of these smart devices, like I mentioned earlier with these smart plugs, you want to hit open, you want the door to open. You don't want some kind of error. You don't want timeout. You don't want log in again, or you logged out. That was another thing too with the manufacturer's uh, app. It was always constantly just randomly logging you out, right? So you're pulling in a driveway. You want to hit the button like an old school garage door open and open the door. Well, I'm hitting it on my phone and it's saying, Okay, go ahead and log in. Okay, now we sent you a link. We sent you a link to your email. Tap on that and we'll log you in, right? It was a two-factor authentication. So, uh, you know, long story to say this, I upgraded to a HomeKit, uh, HomeKit-enabled um, garage door opener, bypassed, totally bypassed the manufacturer app and, 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 and the hassle with that. And uh, it's been great, right? It, it's, it still has some issues that I'm working through that I don't like. Um, I, I mentioned to you too, I feel a little insecure sometimes cause I don't know if, you know, if it's as secure as it says it is, but it's in home kit. So, um, but number one thing, it opens when I say open and it closes when I say close. So, and it's within the, uh, the Apple ecosystem. So, you know, yeah, I mean, the I, reality I like is if they're close enough that they could open your garage door and walk in, they're close enough that they could just break in right other way too. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I kind of got over my fear too. You know, someone someone came in before they stole a bunch of my tools and stuff. I just bought them over again. You know what I mean? Like, not that I want to do that every year, anyways. You know, I, I do make an effort to protect myself and and my my property. But you know, it's not the end of the world if something like that happens. So that's my pick. 
so my next one is going to be the iPhone 15 Pro Max screen. That yeah, the because I hadn't had. I remember I was on a 12, right? So I mean, there's just so much right. in this phone that I got that new screen with the uh, advanced display, the ProMotion, the refresh rate, mm-hmm. the everything is just incredible. And um, you know, it's if I look at that and I look at my this screen on this new MacBook, right? The mm-hmm. the new version of the Liquid Retina display stuff. It's just yeah, unreal. I mean, yeah. I look at I've it's got fun a big to look at. Yeah, right? I've got an <laughs> IBM ThinkVision 27 inch monitor sitting in front of me, and I put you know the video up on that, and it looks one way, and then I put it down on my MacBook screen, and I go right. The colors are different. Whoa. Like... <laughs> so yeah. So um, yeah. anyway, so that would be mine. That screen. I mean, the phone's just an amazing device, and I knew it would be having not upgraded for three years. Right. Right. So that brings us to my next one, which is really not really, you know, it is because it was basically the same experience you had. So my next one on on the list is my iPhone 14 Pro Max, right? The entire thing. I was coming from uh, 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 11 Pro and yeah, it was it was a huge upgrade for me at the time. Uh, Love the screen, love the camera, love the battery life. The battery life on this thing was crazy. And uh, another crazy thing is the battery life wasn't bad on the on the uh, 11 Pro. Right. Right. It still was. It still was a really good battery life. It still was getting me through most of the day with my tasks. But now this thing is just like almost like I'm not using it at all. Right. It is truly all day battery life. And uh, that was on there. And I was uh, really enjoying it until September when the 15 Pro Max was <laughs> was released. But still you know it it still is one of my favorite devices yeah. you know I, I still love the thing it, you know it's a it's a generation behind already but we're still talking about an excellent device yeah you know I, I mean, mean honestly unless you wanted the camera upgrades the 5x zoom and yeah. the advanced stabilization and stuff like that there was no need yeah. uh, or the action yeah. button right and the action button's fine it needs more flexibility to get more use Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, I don't think if I wasn't doing like some of my daily study and stuff on, with my phone, I don't know that I'd use the action button that much. So right, right, yeah, and and still, it's still my favorite design because it reminds me so much of my favorite, which was the iPhone 4s, right? The, the glass back and the square edges and all of that. So it's still my favorite design iPhone. Uh, I wasn't happy with the colors or the style of the 15, so it's still on my list. Uh, the iPad may sound weird because it's my favorite device that didn't make the list. And that's because I'm just so frustrated with yeah. the battery life. I, I, I'm so frustrated. I'm still, we talked about, you know, being tethered to that old phone cord when you're, when we were, you know, when we were younger and I'm still tethered to a charger with this iPad, nothing else. My watch, I can go several days. I left the house the other day, forgot to charge my watch. I left the house driving down my, my road to be out all day. And the warning came on the, the, you know, do you want to turn on low power mode? Didn't turn on low power mode and still made it back to the house with charge on my, on my Apple watch. Yeah. Now, okay. That's a smaller device. You talked about your, your MacBook, which is a really powerful device. This, this thing is not even in the same realm when it comes to battery life. And it has to be whatever they did with this M2 chip and, and, uh, 
um, you know, whatever other piece of hardware that they have in here, but something is just just killing this battery, and and I'm not happy with it. So well, it didn't make the list. We're going to talk about iPads in the post show. Right, so, right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, on so my you'll list. hear me rant about it. Yeah, well, I'm going to rant too. But uh, okay, so my <laughs> last one, I debated between two. Um, mm-hmm. Standby, standby mode has been great. I'm not going to make that my last pick, um, but. I'm really only using it as an alarm clock, as a nightstand okay. clock in both yeah. here and the trailer. Here in my office, I almost, I mean, yes, I like to be able to just plunk my phone onto the MagSafe charger and have it sit there, mm-hmm. but something's going on. I need to either tweak it or something's going on. It doesn't rotate through pictures like I'd like it to. Like it only chooses one category of pictures to try and rotate through. And I would just rather have it rotate through, frankly, it could just rotate through all my pictures. Okay. And I do. Do you have like a certain album selected? Maybe it's got nature. It's got certain things. You can add albums, but like sometimes when okay. I've said here, rotate through people, it'll pick the first picture and it'll do its little zoom thing. And then like, it's going to mm-hmm. switch to the next one and it'll go to the same picture and do the zoom thing again. <laughs> same and picture. So anyway, it's just not been as useful, but I do love it. The nightstand mode. Uh, on my nightstand or standby on my nightstand and stuff like that. Just like I did my watch when I wasn't doing sleep tracking with my watch. That's what I love there. So my final one, I really want to say it's Apple Silicon because I've not had an Apple Silicon iPad, nor have I had an Apple Silicon Mac, Mm -hmm. but this MacBook has just been fantastic, right? And Apple Silicon enables all of this stuff. It enables the battery life. It makes yeah. the screen be useful because it can actually get that kind of resolution and display and that kind of stuff for, you know, 20 hours or mm-hmm. so. So, uh, yeah, I think that's my final pick is Apple Silicon, the MacBook, however you want to say it. I love the black color on this one. I was thinking about this the other day when I was sitting in church running the Zoom meeting and looking at this and going, yeah, it's dark like I'd like it to be and right. and all that kind of stuff. And there, the part of me says I still just want to be on an iPad, but I can't go wrong with this machine, right? I mean, it's doing right. everything that I need it to do from a, from a work standpoint. I like to sit down and work on it. I like to take it places and work on it. So definitely more so than I did my, my previous MacBook, which I would look for any way to do something besides on that MacBook. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. if you could just replace my, the monitor part of this MacBook with an iPad that I could pop on and off and it was running iPad OS and could do all my stuff, I'd be perfectly happy. Okay. Well, that's all we have for this week. Like I said, I wanted to keep everything short and sweet, you know, like, and just have a, ch- uh, uh, just a general conversation about our favorite tech for this year. Um, but like I said, the conversation doesn't have to stop there. Let us know what you think. Like I said, jump in those comment sections. Let us know what your favorite tech was, anything that you didn't get, anything that you're still hoping for that you may get this year. And uh, yeah, let's just keep this conversation going. Um, Greg, you want to talk about what, what we have planned for the rest of the year? Yeah. So next week we're going to do, uh, kind of what do we expect? We're doing a little bit early, but kind of what do we expect next year? So we're going to talk about vision pro. We're going to talk about other Apple stuff coming out, um, some gaming stuff. And then in the post show, Jason's going to, cause he's more into some of this kind of stuff than I am, but Jason's going to talk us through like, um, CES, you know, a preview of CES because yep. that always comes up in in January. So January, yep. 
yeah, that's that's kind of the plan for next week. And then the week after that, we'll have a topic. And then I think the week of Christmas, we're just going to have a casual conversation about how Christmas went. Was there any tech involved? Talk about Christmas at our homes, maybe some of our traditions and stuff like that. Mostly because neither one of us will want to be prepping any sort of a real episode leading right. up to that. So yeah. it'll just be more of a a fun discussion. But I have a surprise for next week. Jason okay. has no idea what this is. He's looking at me like, what are you talking about? So, Jason. Right. I'm excited. On Friday, you should get a package. Okay. Hold it until next week. Okay. <laughs> when we record. Well, uh, actually, the same thing is going to be happening with you and Karen, too. So, <laughs> this one, you it, it won't be. We could talk about it on the show, but, um, yeah. No, this is just a general gift or whatever. But this is show related. What's coming next week? Yeah. Okay. What's coming to you is related to some of the stuff we talk about, and it will it will um, anyway solve a problem that we discovered. Uh, well, I'll have to. I might have to tell you how that's related, but I hope it's cool. It looked cool, but I hope okay. it's cool. So yeah, okay. we'll do that next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, that was all I had this week, folks, and uh, thank you for listening as usual. And Greg, you want to close us out? Ho, 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 let's go. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year. See you next week, folks. Thanks. See you later. Bye. All right, folks, thanks for sticking around. And as you know, this is our post show. This is where we usually go into an extra geeky, deeper dive into whatever topic that we're talking about this week. So. This week, we just kind of split it up, right? We talked about tech that we got that was our favorite tech of the year. But this time, uh, instead of deeply diving into something in particular, like I said, we're going to keep it light. We're going to talk about uh, tech that we didn't get, right? Something that we were either looking forward to. It was announced early this year. We heard rumors that it was coming and we just didn't get it. So we'll talk about that. And also, we have some follow-up items uh, uh, that Greg wants to talk about. So. Uh, before we get into the tech that we didn't get that we wanted, let's talk about some of these follow-up items, Greg. What do you got? Well, so I got another Anchor device. I took advantage of the sale yep. that they had, right? And you were thinking about it, too. I think it might have been still yep. a little bit pricey for you. but um, So I've got these Anchor 2-in-1 chargers uh, in both places. And mm -hmm. they're the nice modern. They just got a thin base and then the thin metal arm that goes up and the MagSafe is connected to them. Well, right. they're a little tall for my nightstand in the trailer. And in, in a camp trailer, you want everything to be super compact. So Anchor mm -hmm. had one. It's not quite as fat as a pop can, but that kind of cylindrical design, right? But it's right. only about half as tall as a pop can. And then right. the top part angles up, flips up, and you can do it on all sorts of angles. And that's the MagSafe charger, and the Qi charger is underneath that. So you still got two charging spots and it came with an anchor um wall plug which is good yep, I'm, brick, I'm not yep. buying anything but anchor ever again i've decided um no more apple <laughs> stuff and just buying the anchor ones right. but uh and matter of fact i'll probably have to buy another double because uh, i think i need another double one for out in the trailer but anyway so that thing is great it's heavier than you would think it would be right but i guess it kind of needs to be that way because there's no it's not a uh, a wide base like these other ones it's just pop can size right and so i think it needs a little more right. weight so it doesn't tip over easy and all that kind of stuff but 
I used it in here in the office for a few days just to make sure it was working and actually seems to charge my AirPods better than the, okay. these other ones because you and I have both had placement problems, right? Getting the AirPods in right. just the right spot. And so, um, yeah, it was 60 bucks. Um, so it was still cheaper than these other ones that I have. And right. I'm, I'm super excited to have it out in the camp trailer going forward now. So, yeah, yeah, it looks really good. I remember when you sent it. Uh, I believe my reply was like, "Man, if it was in the sixty dollar range, I would jump all over this thing." And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So good sale, good, good sale. And and always, I, I always appreciate you sending me those deals and stuff because you know I get deals, you know, emails and things like that. But yeah, every now and then you get some pretty cool stuff that that you know that shows up in your feed or. That's on the, the size that you're only good at. thing about Twitter right now. Oh, so some of the stuff comes from Twitter. Yeah, because like I follow Anchor and I follow some of those other, you know, nine to five Mac and some of okay. those. So the only good thing I've actually started now that we signed up for Threads, I've actually started trying to follow all of the same groups on Threads instead of Twitter. Yeah, because Twitter is a dumpster fire as a company right now. So. <laughs> Um, I never thought I would want to do something with Meta versus another company. I just never thought that would even be possible, but yeah. here we are. So eventually, I hopefully all that stuff is in there, but I just haven't had time to play with threads enough to see if I get all of the same information. Yeah. So, but yeah, great. I'm super excited about it. And, uh, you know, uh, maybe we'll talk about this in our show next week when about what we hope for next year, but I'm hoping I can, you know, organize the tech in my trailer just a little bit better than it is right now. So the other one that I had, I just noticed this, I haven't checked it out, but it's something I'm definitely interested in. So, you know, I use continuity camera as my web camera. Right? So I've actually, I'm using my 15 pro max today, not the 12. And, mm -hmm. um, so that's my camera here connected to my Mac. Well, they enabled that continuity camera for Apple TV. And I just saw yesterday that zoom has made their app available or it's coming very, very shortly. So you yeah. would be able to put your phone on a stand up by your TV and use continuity camera and do zoom on your TV. So, yeah, which is something I want to get back to doing next year. Cause I've got Dustin in Houston and Wyatt's uh, away at college. And, you know, I kind of want to get back to having a weekly call where we just get together and chat or whatever yeah. the case may be. So um, anyway, if you do a lot of zoom and you'd rather, do it on a big TV or even a smaller TV or whatever the case may be, and you've got an Apple TV, well, now you can take a phone and uh, connect it as continuity camera and do Zoom on your TV now. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's a... Uh, continuity camera was a, a really good addition to the Apple TV and, and being able to add in Zoom, and, and hopefully other companies will be coming soon, but I, I think Zoom is probably as equally widely used as, as FaceTime and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can still do part. FaceTime on it and things like that too, which yeah. I could do with those two. But if I, if my daughter can't come over to the house and she needs to be included, she's got an Android phone. So zoom would be. Yeah. Zoom would be the choice. All right. Well, good deal. Let's, uh, let's jump into the tech that we didn't get. Right. And always, always. When, when I think about, when I was thinking about, you know, outlining the show, the number one thing that I wanted that I didn't get was these Matter devices that we were promised, right? So Matter is the new standard that, are, that is going to be shared by Google, Apple, all of these other ecosystems. There was something like 50 companies that signed on 
to make their smart home devices that they manufacture compatible would matter, right? So it wouldn't matter. Doesn't matter. I'm using it. To, it would. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be an issue if um. Uh, if you were in Google Home and someone gifted you a gift from you know that was Apple or HomeKit compatible, or whatever, because they were all con compatible, would matter. So we were promised like a bunch of cheaper, more inexpensive, you know, switches and, and plugs and all that. And while I'm seeing it, uh, it just hadn't had the adoption rate that I wanted to see. Right. I'm still seeing um, Google Home and, and Alexa still um, with the majority share of all the devices available and those Apple devices still being double the price of all the other devices, which. Um, which has been, always been the case from day one, right? You can get a switch. Uh, uh, again, we talked about like those cheap little Black Friday Bluetooth switches or whatever. You can get one of those for 15 bucks. Or you can get one that's compatible with, with Google Home and, uh, and Alexa for 30 bucks. Well, if you wanted one that was HomeKit compatible, it was 60 bucks. All from the same manufacturer, you know what I mean? And, and I got so, so tired of seeing that. And although... That's less of an issue now because the devices are cheaper and cheaper and, and more abundant. Um, we were promised a lot of matter devices this year, and and a lot of them just didn't materialize like I wanted. So that's uh that's something that I didn't get. But uh, there's always next year. So more to come on that on that topic. We'll talk about that a little more with when we'll, what we're looking forward to next year. But yeah, so matter devices is is my number one that I didn't get. I'm going to, I know we're going to have one. I'm going to save my biggest one for a little later, but mine's a yeah. little older that we didn't get that I just, I'm, now that I'm so into MagSafe, I didn't really care that we didn't get AirPower. Remember Apple's yeah. AirPower mat that you could drop any device anywhere on the mat and it would charge just yeah. fine. So I'm a little bummed that we don't, that we don't have something like that, right? Because like I said, mm -hmm. I've had problems. You have to get the, AirPods on just the right spot, even on these anchor devices and to yeah. get them to charge the way they need to. I mean, they'll snap onto the charge pad, but that's where I put my phone. So, and the magnets make it just fine. But the thought of a mat that could charge up to three devices at the same time, including my watch, because remember it was supposed to be the watch, a Qi mm -hmm. charger, and you know, all of this stuff in one. So the idea of just not having to struggle to charge things, that's the, one of the things that yeah. I wish we had gotten over the last couple of years and i understand i don't want it to burn down my house for sure and i guess that was part of the problem but <laughs> yeah was it was it uh yeah the heat issue yeah so that was the first one that i thought of and just real fast related to that i know they're still working on the concept of transferring power wirelessly meaning or without contact right meaning the charger right. could sit in the corner of the room and as long as your device is in the room it's charging that sounds kind of sci-fi-y and it sounds like, well, is that going to cook my insides and all that kind of stuff? But I know they're working right. on that kind of stuff. But power right now is such a big deal right, for everything we do because these devices, they all take power. The battery technology, hopefully Apple's working on some new battery technologies. There's some rumors about that. But until we get better batteries, it's, we've got to charge a lot. We just, we right. just do. Right. Devices can't get smaller or and lighter. Right. Because now most of the weight from these devices are yeah. the battery. Yeah. Right. The 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 heft, the 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 the, uh, the solidness that you feel from these devices. So if 
going into the future, if we're talking about glasses on your face or lighter earbuds or lighter, we have to get those batteries lighter and doing things like being able to charge wirelessly. That's going to add to the to the uh, the the comfort of these future devices, right? Yeah. Glasses can be a lot thinner. Even some of the ones like the one you sent, it had it didn't have the battery built in, right? You it plugged into the back and you wore like a belt clip or or, or whatever. I forget what that one was called. The X uh, X uh, was it the X Vision or X something Real. like that. X Real. X Real. Yeah, yeah, really cool, really cool concept. And I saw some gamers using it. It looks really cool. And they said that that's a better idea. Instead of stuffing a battery into the frame, yeah, have the battery externally. Now, if we can just get that to charge wirelessly or MagSafe on the little charger or something like that to make yeah. it more, uh, more comfortable to wear. So, yeah, I'm with you. Until battery technology gets better, we're kind of stuck with the smallest devices that we can get at this time. Yeah. I mean, one thing I've noticed with this MacBook is the MagSafe cable. That magnet is stinking strong. I mean, yeah. the old version of MagSafe was that super, super thin thing, right? It was about the width mm -hmm. of a hanger and had the side things on it and it clip on. And yeah. you could bump that and knock it off easy. Yeah. I think it'll, if it'll I had right this off. plugged in somewhere and tripped over the cable, I think it's less likely to pull the magnet out and more likely to pull the MacBook off the table. Right. <laughs> wow, that's, that is pretty tough. So, but, you know, as long as you have it secure, that's a safe way to make sure Someone doesn't walk by and kick the plug and it flings and it, yeah. and it smashes on the ground or something like that. So it protects the plug, too. It's also putting a lot of power in, right? Yes. I mean, way more. And that's the thing. Yes, we've got better battery life, but that's because we've got bigger batteries. And we've learned how to charge them faster. And so all of these things combined, great. But I, I just wish, I, I wish we had had that air power. I mean, it's not a big deal. Definitely okay without mm -hmm. it. But that was my number one. Yeah, yeah. So my number two, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about it um, because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna include it into uh, our 2024 show what we're looking forward to. But it's a switch too. So you know, just think back earlier in the year when the rumors first started swirling, they were saying that this it was going to be available this holiday season. Now, you know, just like Apple, we don't know what Nintendo's going to do until they stand on the stage. Well, not stand on the stage. They do those Nintendo directs. Until they have a direct and they say, this is what's coming, this is when it's coming. Uh, okay, so I'm going to throw out the big one. Um, no new iPads. I mean, yeah. none. Zero. So not even, I mean, hints, sort of, kind of, maybe, possibly, we got a few towards the end of the year. But they didn't touch a single iPad in the iPad line. And yeah. I'll sort of reserve judgment until next year to see if they do it kind of all at once and they finally fix the inconsistencies across mm -hmm. the iPad line. But if they do not do that, this was a major miss, in my opinion, on Apple's yeah. part. The only thing we got was that new pencil. Right. <laughs> Which is it's not great. No. <laughs> so, I mean, I bought a MacBook. It's great. It does all the things mm -hmm. that I wanted to do. If there had been a viable iPad option... I still mm -hmm. would have rather have done that. So. But I, we kind of knew we weren't going to get a pro, right? Because even, even earlier in the year, the rumors were always spring. Well, Maybe we were hoping for more details by yeah. this time of this year, but the, we know the pros were going to be next year anyway. And they're generally but on an 18-month cycle, right? And right. so 
yours is a little over a year. Your model yeah. is a little over a year old at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm with you. The other iPads, no mini, no, no, you know, yeah, that, uh, there, there should have been something. So my last one is, is not really a, uh, something that I, I, we didn't get that we didn't want, but it's this tech that I passed on. And that was the Ultra 2, right? There was one, I was a little upset that they even brought out an Ultra 2, right? It's basically just a 0.2 version of, of what we have. They only added in the ability to tap. Um, they added in, um, the screen is a little brighter, right? And, and the, um, the, the new chip in it um, allowed for you know, better yeah. battery life and things like that. So it was just an incremental bump for us, but I don't think it's a bump that anyone needed, right? The Apple Watch Ultra, the, the yeah. Gen 1 Ultra was still great. Uh, I didn't enjoy being outdated, you know, uh, uh, less than a year later. But um, yeah, so I passed on that. That was, that was some tech that um, normally I would have been excited about, but yeah, it just didn't do anything for me. And uh, actually a little a little irritated because we know that this watch is capable of having that new feature and it's not, it wasn't included in the software update. You know, maybe it'll come in the past. I mean, in the future, but uh, they didn't include it um, on, on the current version. So yeah, that was, that was something that I had to pass on. That. Yeah, me too. That, that's, that would be my last one too, right? I mean, the whole Apple watch it just didn't, get a whole lot this year some of the sensors inside are improved right they finally got a new heart yeah. rate sensor and but from a functionality standpoint it's all you know pretty much the the same and i just haven't had any problems i mean this device is just so rock solid yeah. that it was i didn't think it was going to be easy to pass up on in fact i was telling you i was researching you know trade-in values and stuff like that but then yeah. once we dug into we got the cool watch face. I got to tell you, if the Snoopy watch face had only been available on the new one, <laughs> and I knew how awesome it was, right? That might yeah, have been that, tough. That would have been a reason. Yeah, or color change, right? If they had had the black version of it, because I still think I would prefer a darker casing. Yeah. But yeah, it just it was easy to pass. I'm on with you on that. Once yeah. we got into it, don't give Apple ideas. You know Tim Cook listens. Yeah. So if he's gonna if he's gonna be like, hey. They'll buy it if we just put the new watch face on a new device. Don't give him ideas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Greg, anything else? Anything else you want to throw in there you want to mention before we go? No, nope. I think that's it. Short and sweet. Easy episode this week. We'll get it out and get it yep. published tomorrow and start thinking about our what we hope for next year. Yep, yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, as always, we'll see you next week.